is the most wonderful time of the year. It is that Halloween time. Oh, yeah. And that was Homer and Jethro with Monsters of the World United. You're listening to Zombo right here. That was a heck, if you've been listening before the show, that was a heck of a mix, whoever put that together. Most likely the Monster put that together, but it uh, was nice. It was a nice mix of uh, my some of my favorite Favorite Halloween songs, MXAD Sound uh, doing the Halloween theme, and uh, uh, this is Halloween. Danny Elfman, man, the guy, the guy, you got to hand it to the guy. He made the world a little bit better of a place being around. And wow, every day is Halloween uh, ministry. I did not play any of that, but those are my. I was driving in, and I hear, and I hear, uh, you know, every day is Halloween by Ministry, and I'm thinking that is that to me has always been. A Pittsburgh anthem. Every day is Halloween, and uh, oh, it's just nice to it was nice to drive around and and just look around the, this this gloomy, wonderful, weird city. You know, got that gray kind of warm though, which is nice. Good Halloween trick or treating weather at nighttime when it's supposed to be. Whoever thought that was, that, see, to me, that was the end of civilization. I knew we were doomed when we started having trick-or-treating during the day. Trick-or-treating during the day is, is, is pretty much the devil's work. Trick-or-treating is for, how much fun is that during the day? You know, oh, be careful. All right. Be careful. All right. Hey, make, can we squeeze all the fun out of this for the kids? Yeah, okay. Every tiny bit has everybody, every tiny bit of fun's been squeezed out. Okay, now go out and get like the fun size candy bars. And there's nothing fun about that size. You ask anybody, one inch ain't very fun. And who came up? I, I wonder who came up with that. You know what? We need to make candy bars. We need to make save a lot of money, and 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 especially for a lot of the cheap people who used to put pennies in your bag or boxes of raisins or fruit or a potato, stuff that just instantly got lost or Bible tract. That was the worst. The people that gave out Bible tracts for for Chris for Halloween, and uh, yeah. So there's a guy. How do we make this cheap? Well, I'll tell you what. We get these candy bars and we cut them like six sizes down. Six sizes down, they're going to freak when they see that. No, we'll cleverly market it and call it the fun size. You know, know, for me, big is fun. The fun size is about a foot long in my world. You know, a big, nice 14-inch candy bar. Yummy. Not this little tiny thing that's going to like, okay, well, that was fun while it lasted. Well, it didn't last very long. Uh, so it is that time of year. Oh man! And one thing I gotta, one thing, one thing that must be true, must must be true, that we defeated breast cancer. I have not seen any pink ribbons. I have not seen any pink bagels. I have not seen any pink buckets of chicken. I've seen no. Uh, it's great. Congratulations! Because October, they usually like just just cover Halloween up with pink ribbons and say, ah, oh, it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. You took Halloween, man. You took, couldn't you take like one of these dull months like February? But luckily, it looks like everybody's aware of breast cancer. So that's nice. So this October, we did not have to see pink everything. So whew, that was a dilly mo. So that was nice. That was nice to have that. How are you bums doing? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it is the monster show, the last monster show. 
Uh, I've been doing monsters all week, and I and I like to thank all the folks out at uh, Evan City. Uh, last Friday, I skedaddled up there and did the Living Dead Week, and that was something. That was something. I got to interview a lot of zombies and a lot of a lot of zombies and a lot more zombies and more zombies. So uh, yeah, that was fun. I kind of got got a kick out of that. I'll probably be doing the the uh, the Day of the Dead or Dawn of the Dead thing. Probably, I, I guess that's what they're doing uh, in. Uh, June, so I can take a little break for monsters. Yeah. But today, today's Halloween, man. Well, it's close. It's in the ballpark. Everybody's going to have all the Halloween, but I did not get, we did not get invited to any Halloween parties, and uh, that's fine. Usually I gig out on Halloween, but this time I'm just going to uh, stay at home and, you know, just put candy out and leave the lights on and not, and I don't want to have interactions with kids, you know? And and, yeah, we did buy fun size. Because that's all you can really buy is fun size. That's all that's out there is fun size. You know? So, so they, they, they basically made it where it has to be fun size. So have fun in the afternoon, you dumb kids. But I did, you know, rule number one, always buy candy that you'd want to eat. You know? They always buy the kind that you'd want to eat. Because, you know, chances are you're going to get stuck with a bunch. Unless you get one of these kids that do the trickle down. You know, they come, oh, I'll just take all the candy from, I'll just empty this whole bucket in here. And then I'll just kind of spread it around all my friends. I'll do you a favor and I'll give you a trickle down candy. I will empty this, your whole bucket of candy in my bag. And then I'll, I'll spread it around all my friends. Uh, so, you know, you don't have to bother with the, oh, that's very nice of you. That's very nice of you. Wow. That's very, very, very wonderful. Uh, let's see. I hope, uh, well, like I'm saying, I, I can't imagine uh, less than 10,000 people in the city dressing up like lantern flies. I can see that costume all over the place. What other, what other costumes are we going to have this year? Um, more lantern flies. But see, if you do a lantern fly, everybody should be a lantern fly. And they should have a big giant boot hanging from the ceiling. And it just like conks you on the head when you walk by. It's kind of like mistletoe. You want some more monster music? Because I, I got a buttload of it. And then next week, uh, we're going to get back in the time. We're going to get back in the time. Uh, our song's all about minutes and seconds. I know it sounds boring, but wait till you hear the show. It's got to be really boring. Unless I start wailing and rambling and yelling at you and getting in your face. I like getting in your face. I do. In your, because what, what kind of radio doesn't get in your face? None. None. This one does. It gets into your face, past that, right directly into the brain. Henceforth, that's the show Zombo in Your Brain. Right here on this here station. And, uh, oh man, uh, it's been nice that uh, Sunday afternoons, 3 to 6 p.m. is Zombo's Deep Archives, and you can hear shows from 14 years ago. That's correct. Same garbage. It's hilarious. I'll listen to the show and go, hey, this is, this is, wait a minute, this is the same jokes. This is the same stuff. Ah. Hey, there, welcome aboard. Hang on. Mr. Tom Savini, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, coming in for the last... Why weren't you with Evan City? Ah. Oh, you had to wash your fangs. All right. Well, you had to, you just brush your fangs. Okay. Ah. I know. Let's get back into the music. And this makes the 17th year Mr. Fake Tom Savini has been in the studio with me. Ah. Ah. 16. 16? Who's counting? Uh, you are? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Basio. Huh. All right. Bad monster love. Oh, this is bad manners doing monster love. And you're listening to this here show and you're right there.
Loch Ness Monster strikes. Loch Ness Monster strikes from the depth of the sea. I come to destroy.
Yeah, there you have Franti and Taisha. There's some party animals right there. Some party monsters. Doing Loch Ness Monster. We have Lord Horror doing Loch Ness Monster. And Bad Manor started with Monster Love. And, and Loch Ness Monster goes back to like the 6th century. Uh, if you, if you uh, have your Wikipedia like me, you just look it up. It's not like I'm some brainiac. I just got some minutes or two in between songs. But let you know that it was, it was first supposedly cited by St. Columbia. Uh, there was some guy swimming. He got mauled. The St. Columbia swam out in the Loch Ness, and he made the sign of the cross, and the monster took off, and they considered it a miracle, and they made him a saint. There you go. So uh, another, another magic trick. Another magic trick to make a saint. So it's really, it's really unfortunate that people like Doug Henning and David Copperfield weren't back in like the five or sixth century because they would be saints right now. Would you, did you just saw somebody in half and she's still alive? Oh my God, it's a miracle. He's a saint. That's, that's how it used to go. You, did, you had to do three magic tricks and then they made you a saint. Oh, look at this. He did that. Hey, he's good. Look, is that his thumb? No, that's his, he's dislocated his thumb. He's a saint. Look at that. Where did that, where did that shekel go? He had three shekels a minute ago, and he went abracadabra. I don't know. And funny, abracadabra, actually, the, the, the phrase abracadabra goes back to Aleister Crowley. Uh, uh, if it, obviously, a lot of my listeners know who Aleister Crowley is. He used to have a show on this station. And... Uh, Alistair Crowley actually said that that was like abracadabra with some like, and then it ended up being hilarious. You know, I don't know where Hocus Pocus came from, but you can forget about that Hocus. And yeah, I'm here all week, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so the Loch Ness Monster, uh, first supposedly cited in the 6th century by St. Columbus, St. Columbia or some Columbio, uh, St. Columbo, St. Columbo. That is correct. He says, I got one more question for you, Loch Ness Monster. And then he made the sign of the cross and the Loch Ness Monster skedaddled. Uh, recently in 2021, they, uh, uh, they, there was a dr- there's drone footage over the Loch Ness that said there was like some 20-foot creature there. But uh, uh, you know how people are with their stuff. That 20-foot creature was probably like a Buick. Somebody drove their Buick into the Loch Ness. Look at that. It's a Buick. No, it's not. Loch Ness Monster. Fine. It's a miracle. You're a saint. What's your name? Carlos. St. Carlos. There we go. There we go. We'll name a city after you, too. There's probably a St. Carlos. A San Carlos. Yeah, because they make it the other way. Uh, how are you bums doing as monsters today? All kinds of monsters coming at you. And that was a, all about the Loch Ness Monster. Or in Scotland, known as, as Nessie. And uh, actually, probably just some renegade Allosaurus, to be honest with you. Nothing to be concerned about. Just some renegade Allosaurus. You know, <laughs> how are you bums doing? All right, what do we got here? What do we got? Oh my gosh, a half hour into the show. Hey, you got chronic fatigue? Huh? You got chronic fatigue syndrome? You tired? Abracadabra. There you go. You ain't got him no more. How about that? It's America. Saint Zombo. How about that? Look at that. So if you experience extreme exhaustion for six months and you had difficulty sleeping and concentrating, you had flu-like symptoms, you may have CFS. That is correct. Go to cfs.gov, CDC, TVC15. And I'll just abracadabra it out yeah. And uh, they need a ribbon for that. Now, that. now that we don't use the pink ribbons anymore for breast cancer awareness, I haven't seen any all month. We need a ribbon for uh, chronic fatigue syndrome. And uh, I think it's a nice sleepy color. A good sleepy color would be like a nice, 
<sighs> Sorry, dozed off. I, I didn't even care what color that would be. And let's see, I should tell you about some shows. You know, I don't know who did that mix before I came on, but I'm very impressed. And you know what? Uh, chances are, uh, let's see, was it? Oh, nope, that's not it. I'm trying to find, oh, that's interesting. That's stupid. That'll work. Where are the online shows at? I need to tell you some shows. Where are the shows at? Uh, something about here. Uh, oh, yeah, here we go. Listen to the, remember that kid that used to pick on you in high school? Remember that guy? Yeah, well, he's getting his comeuppance right now. I tell you, he's getting his. I'll guarantee you that. Where's he at? Uh, he has a show here on Friday nights. And um, it uh, has uh, uh, the best and worst of indie punk, classic rock, country, power pop, and much more. Viva Lamac, Friday nights at 9 o'clock with an encore. I don't think the encore's on at 11 anymore, but uh, there's an encore. they're doing encore shows, which is nice. It's right here on WRCT. So what we do is to fill in the slots. It's really before we used to have just random automation. And those are the good old days because that's when I ran automation. Uh, everybody else was too lazy to put music into the computer. And I dumped 40 hours of like Zombo stuff in the computer. This was probably about 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 years ago. It's all a mad blur. That's the beauty of life, man. It's a mad blur. You have a good time, it's a mad blur. And then you're gone and nobody remembers you and it was just this mad blur. Mad blurs are good. And uh, so I, I dumped in all this automation and you would like turn on the radio at like two in the morning and you'd hear like Zombo-esque music. You'd hear, I, I'd turn around, hey, that's, that's really good. Who did, oh, that was me. And for years... Nobody changed automation. This went on for five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve years of uh, Zombo automation. Then we got a really nice new program. It's called Airtime, and we can do remote shows. And the nice thing is, we actually can rebroadcast our shows in other slots. I happen to be the only one that digs in deep. I have uh, saved all my shows from pretty much the past twenty-five years. I have all my radio shows, and. Uh, I, some of them are better quality than others, but most of them are pretty bad quality. And I air them called Zombo's Deep Archive Sundays, uh, 3 to 6. So that's kind of nice. So Viva Lamac is tonight, and I'll tell you about the David Pac-Man show. That's right. It started out as a video game, chasing Blinky, Winky, and Stinky all around the board until he got into midweek politics. Then he turned into a monster, and now he uh, has the focus on American politics and society, and that airs Monday, Friday, 7 to 8 p.m. So it's all about uh, politics. So there you go. Get your morning started off right. Get nice and get nice and depressed with this crumbling democracy. It's a laugh riot. The end. So we got the end stages of democracy and the end stages of capitalism. Is that a, is this, is this is just a coincidental? I don't know. Hmm. All right. Let's get back in the music. Right? Yeah. Ah, that's so true. Monster Blues by Dexter Romweber, Zombo in Your Brain, Halloween!
you go. Thank you very much, Fake Tom Zavini. That was Osaka pop star doing Monsters, and we heard Doug Hardon doing uh, Monster Hop. Yeah, he used to he changed his name for show business. His first name used to be Dick. And then before that, we heard Silvertooth Lou doing Monster, Pete Thomas, Monster, and everything started off that said with the Dexter Rom Weber doing Monster Blues. And, you know, it's all monsters today, and because uh, it's the Halloween thing, right? The whole month was monsters, and we're winding down all the monsters today. And, you know, it got me to thinking about the whole history of monsters, the whole idea of monsters. And you go back to 13th century, actually it's 14th century, because it was 1301. Uh, 1301, and uh, the famous, the famous first monster story ever written, Scott Beowulf. And if uh, you know, you ever know the story of Scott Beowulf, uh, he was obsessed with uh, with uh, Aramoran, mm-hmm. and uh, he just oh, he was a nasty man, this Scott Beowulf, and uh, he just terrorized the countryside, uh, throwing cheeseburgers at people and making, forcing people to call him Chachi and smoking big cigars. Ah, oh, Scott Beowulf. What a goof. And he used to say, that was in the 14th century. Uh, back of Scott. And yeah, can you go back even farther? The Bible was actually the first monster stories. If you go to Leviticus uh, 14.7, you got that one thing where like Ezekiel comes out and he sees this monster and he goes, ah! And that guy goes, what are you screaming about? He goes, there's a monster over there. Really? Oh, man. Ah! And then that's the end of Leviticus 14.17. With the first sighting of a monster. It happens to be those guys just did a lot of mushrooms that day. They were just hanging out and just did some mushrooms. And luckily, luckily, the one guy just kind of came down off his trip pretty good. The other guy had to, the other guy got to really get into the loaves and fishes. Okay. And that's P-H-I-S-H. He got into the jam bands very early on. They started that song like, like at the year zero. And they're just finishing up that first jam band tune right now. So my gosh, that song went for 20 centuries. Fabulous. Fabulous. It's a Guinness World Record. Yeah. There ain't going there. So, yeah, you think on a good monster costumes, if you're three people, three people, you can go as those two twin alien lawyers, the, the, the soul mitches or whatever, the soul, whatever. And then that other guy's the straight guy. Yeah, those guys are freaking aliens. The story about them is they're from this other planet called Frutong. And they, they, they're, they're, the planet was exploding. And what they did is their parents put the twin babies in a rocket. And they actually were born with those beards. They, were, they had those beards when they were like born. And they put them in a rocket. And they, and they sent them from uh, the plant Frutong as it was exploding. And uh, uh, yeah, and then they, they landed on Earth and they were befriended by his creepy old dude. And creepy old dude actually raised them to be even creepier aliens. And uh, then they got in the whole law firm thing. Yeah, you ever see those guys? They're, 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 there's something wrong here. Yes, something whizzed in that, somebody whizzed in that gene pool. Man, and then they got the one guy who's kind of like the front guy. He was the guy that actually probably said, but the thing is, being that they're playing a fruit tongue, all of a sudden, if you get fruit tongonium, which is like some of the original minerals from that planet, uh, they're, 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 they have a, a horrible rela- reaction to it. That's correct. They, they, they get very weak. Their, their lawyering skills just plummet. They forget everything. And uh, yeah, you don't want to have any of that yet when they're representing you in the court. So those, those two aliens and the one dude. I don't know, man. There's some invasion of the body snatches business going on there. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And then Scott Beowulf came over. And then it's the tie-in. Somehow, I don't know. 
There'll be a callback later in the show when I think of something funnier to throw in there. Mm -hmm. So we're doing monsters today. On monsters, just you and me hanging out. That's right. Giving you ideas for costumes. You can go as the two alien lawyer twins, or you can go as a lanternfly, or you can go as Scott Beowulf. Scott Beowulf would be a really good costume. Because like the uh, full moon comes out, you know, and then all of a sudden he just gets to be a, a bigger jerk than normal. That's, that's what happens. Full moon comes out. Scott Beowulf just gets to be a bigger jerk. More abusive. More of a big mouth. That kind of thing. That kind of thing. All right, what are you doing? Wait, you guys got big Halloween plans? Hmm? I don't. I plan on throwing my candy at the kids. Uh, I don't want to have any contact with them, and I don't trust children. I'm not going to leave. I'm not like last year. We leave big buckets of candy out, and you know, the first kid takes all of it. He says he's going to spread it around to all his friends. But I don't know, man. That kid looked pretty portly last time I seen him. He looked like Augustus Glute. So what we plan on doing is we plan on standing on the front porch and just throwing candy. Don't even come on our lawn. Just hurl it at him, you know. And, uh, you know, luckily this year we have frozen Snickers we're going to be throwing at the children. So that'll be nice. Frozen Snickers. And if you aim correctly, Halloween, just you just revisit all that wonderful, all that wonderful mischievousness of Halloween when it was at nighttime. And the nice thing about nice thing about town daytime when you when you're throwing the frozen Snickers at children, you get really good aim because it's nice and bright outside. You don't have to worry about like you know missing somebody. Ah, here is the Savoys with Mortal Monster Man. You listen to the Zombo RCT in your brain. Halloween time, favorite time of the year, the most wonderful time of the year. Bye. 
the monster's bride I wanted to be. So I drank a couple of vampires too. I fell asleep, and then I came to. I was the luckiest chicken man. My monster's room was holding me. Just a few of my rattling bones out of place. I was the monster's bride, walking in the sky, with a monster by my side. My monster's wedding was a sight to see. Everybody was crying, everybody was me. <laughs> the witches, the goons, and the zombies were there. Oh, dear wolf, head of the list. You should have seen Dracula's son. Don't the boneyard twist. <laughs> when my monster boom gave me a kiss, he kissed me with a lot of love. And when he said, I do, I do, I started to shake, rattle, and roll. <laughs> the monster's drive was as tight as
Yeah. Ah. Thank you for taking fake Tom Savine. That was Mod Monster. By the concussions. We heard the 3D Invisibles. I married the monster from outer space. Then we heard Miss L.L. Louise Lewis doing Monster's Bride. And we started everything. Well, we started that setup with the Savoys doing Monster Man. And it is Zombo right here. Uh, bringing you all of uh, the favorite monsters, favorite monsters, all of those kind of monsters. Uh, some more well-known than others. One of one of the most unknown monsters was uh, sadly lost to, to the, the, the annals of time. And I'm talking about Nosferatu. That's right, Nosferatu. He, 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 yeah, he lived, see, most vampires have to, like blood. He liked uh, mucus. He was one of these, he, he kept him, it kept him alive. He was a mucus-sucking vampire. And this was like in the, the, once again in that damn 14th century with Scott Beowulf, Nosferatu would, 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 would drain people. Actually, he actually got to be an ear, nose, throat guy later. He started that whole profession. But it was great because if you had a sinus issue, you know, you just hoped you left your bat, you left your window open. And, and but he was allergic. He wasn't allergic to garlic. He was uh, allergic to uh, um, uh, what's that other thing that, that's like garlic, but it's not garlic. Uh, that thing that's not garlic, uh, not citronella. That's the stuff that mosquitoes don't like. Uh, uh, cilantro. That's it. Nos, nosferatu was 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 he would be repelled. So if you didn't want them to, to drain your nose, you, <laughs> I got to get something else to do here. Nose for Ratu. And Scott Beowulf. Give me a break. What a cornball. What a rot. Now, now we're getting into Count Sarcoma. Yeah, now that is a scary-ass monster. Well, chances are you heard that word on the show. Forty people are diagnosed with sarcoma. That's right. It is life-changing, man. It's, it's worse than getting your nose drained by Nosferatu. Through awareness, advocacy, and research. Sarcoma. Because sarcoma's cancer, man. Boo! Join us to fight sarcoma. That's right. But sadly, we're not going to win. Sarcoma's going to kick your ass up one side and down the other. Boo! That's because, you know, they just haven't found, I mean, they, they haven't found out what sarcoma is, Count Sarcoma, what he is, what repels him, you know? With uh, with Scott Beowulf, it was actually rancid cheeseburgers. With Nosferatu, it was cilantro and Dracula garlic. So they just and and uh, werewolves, werewolves. I think it was a rolled up newspaper. You roll up a new newspaper. A werewolf would hear that rolled up newspaper. Oh man, he'd like duty right in his pants and run off. Forget that silver bullet, man. Roll up that newspaper. How you bums doing? Celebrating the fantastic world of monsters today. That's right. And uh, uh, we're going to get right back in the music in just a second. Now is a second. We're going to hear Monster Truck by Los Thunder Surfers. RCT.
not like all the other boys. I'm different.
television set watching Dracula and Frankenstein was all that I could get then there came a tapping and a moaning at the door I fumbled with the doorknob and a voice began to roar I ran around the backyard because I heard a funny sound really couldn't help it, friends. I just had to turn around. The bushes gave a rustle. A mummy shuffled by. He was carrying the wolf man who was howling at the sky. I'm a monster. I'm a monster. Look what I have to do. I've got nothing else to do. I'm to I ran around the corner and I bumped right into a tree. And a great big old hairy hand came down and it grabbed a hold of me. Picked up just like a kitten, and I saw a hairy face. The man was King Kong, the gorilla, and he yelled, Wait, face. Now, precisely at that moment came a wicked, piercing sound. 
Flying saucer landed knocking old King Kong to the ground. He screamed and he grabbed a spider who had just picked up my car. You know, I could have sworn I saw that spider only last night in a jar. <laughs> I'm a monster.
sick and tired of that same old trash. Don't want to do any monster mash. Let's do the Kukulani Shuffle and the Dracula Slap. Let's do Werewolf One Two Set and Dr. Jekyll High. Now, if you don't like it, well, that's just fine. You start yourself a Bobby Boros picket line. Monster Trash. Take no jive oh, From the group kicker five We're so sorry to be fresh But we don't want to hear no monster man I say we don't want to hear no monster man Monster time of the year. Drag those guys out of the mothballs. King Dapper Combo with Monster Trash. Before that, we heard the Screaming Witch Doctors with uh, Steps of the Monster. I'm a Monster by uh, Scotty Moore. And everything started off with uh, Lord Rockingham doing Lord Rockingham Meets the Monsters. We also heard Milton the Lug and his band with the Thug. They were the the, the house band on uh, the Gong Show. And uh, they did the Four Monsters. And then we heard Los Thunder Surfers doing Monster Truck. And yes! Oh, and Roshi is a monster by Roshi. So there you go. Catching up on all these fabulous monster things. And not all monsters are bad. There's a very, there's one very good monster. A very good monster. Guy, uh, a monster called Bob Ziller. That's right. He's kind of like the Mr. Rogers of monsters, this Bob Ziller. And he does all these nice things for neighborhoods and artwork and all of these things that, that monsters should do. So there, there's one of, one of the nicest monsters you could ever meet is, is Bob Ziller. So good old Bob Ziller. Then you get to the other side of this coin, and then you get monsters that you really don't want to be around, like Stankenstein. See, a very, very, it was, it was basically Dr. Frankenstein's first monster before Frankenstein, but they don't really want to talk about it. Because Stankenstein had some rotten innards, and yeah, you could kind of get the point of what happened. How what happened to Stankenstein? (laughs) 
So what happened to Stankenstein? Yeah, very ter terrible ending. The, the, all the villagers chased him with, you know, the, the pitch with the pitchforks, and that was not a big deal. But it was the ones that chased him with torches. They got close to close to and he just, uh, you know, all that methane, it just exploded. In the, and that was the end of all the villagers and Stankenstein. It was a very, very short-lived monster. Very short-lived monster. But, you know, that's what happens when you put these monsters together. You just can't use rotten innards. The brain, not that big of a deal, really. It's some innards you got to get correct when you're doing the innards. It's a deal. So there's, there's a couple new monsters for you. Uh, the, so it's uh, tired of the same old ones, right? Like, you know, you're tired of every year, the Dracula and the mummy. Now we got, we got new ones that actually are very, uh, you know, uh, very, uh, just hasn't been brought into the mainstream. Kind of like a lot of this music. Now, these, these very underground monsters, like Scott Beowulf. That's right, Nosferatu. And we, I just told you about Bob Ziller and Stankenstein. So a whole, bunch, a whole plethora and actually, plethora was a monster. That's a that, that was a that was a multifaceted monster. Was plethora, plethora actually was. He had like Godzilla's head. He had King Kong's arms. He had Mothra's wings, and um, he had um, uh, Scott Beowulf's uh, haircut, and uh, that that was plethora. So plethora. <laughs> was one of a multifaceted monster. He was very, very much a favorite of a lot of children just because if you liked one monster, like, I like this monster, but I don't like the other one. Well, you had all the monsters combined into one, and that was Plethora. <laughs> and then there was Thesaurus. Oh, my gosh. He's like Plethora. But <laughs> good old Thesaurus. All right, what do we got here? We got Monsters Walk the Earth by the Teen Idols. We're having a time here today. I should tell you probably something important. Or something like, uh, let's see, you know. Oh, that's a good one. All right. Hey, uh, no, I don't care about you and your dumb kid in your car seat. Ah, oh, here you go. Go to the Goodwill and donate your stuff. Be a job creator. That's right. And help the CEO at get Goodwill get to be, be richer. You donate to Goodwill, you sell your stuff. They sell your stuff. You know, sell your own stuff, please. Uh, to f that's the thing. Guess you ever see stuff on Craigslist? That, that should be in the free column, but is not. It's like some people think they have some stuff that's worth a lot of money. I got these old planks of wood. Can I get $40 for these planks of wood? And you see those planks of wood on Craigslist for like three months. And the, and the guy still thinks he's got something worth some because he keeps on. How much are this? $40 for four planks of wood? Yeah, these four planks of wood. $40. That's $10, $10 a plank. But I'm not breaking the setup. So there's a, and that stays on there. So he should donate that to Goodwill. So team up and donate to the Goodwill. And by the way, if you want to just put those planks in their box, they love that stuff. They love when you just put like planks in an old TV set that doesn't work anymore because you can't throw it out in the garbage. So you try and masquerade it. That's the thing. That's the beauty of throwing some stuff away. You have to learn how to masquerade it properly. You got to understand the world's doomed. It doesn't matter what you recycle anymore. It doesn't matter. what. We're past the tipping point. All right. So right now you just have to be like, you know, uh, uh, a little more clever when getting rid of dangerous items. For example, they say, oh, you can't throw paint away. You can't throw paint, those cans of paint away. So what do you do is you get like uh, some newspapers and you get like one of those big construction bags. You put some newspapers on the bottom. Then you throw a couple cans of those paint 
that you want to get rid of. Then you put more newspapers on top, maybe some rags. And then here's the capper. You put garbage on top of that. So this way, if they go, you know, I bet there's paint cans in here. And the garbage can man opens it up. And it's like, you know, banana peels and some doo-doo diapers. And you go, oh, forget it. I'm not digging. If there's paint cans in here, they can go. Another thing is TV set. You got those big screen TV sets. Those are like that, those are like disposable lighters now. You know, you don't even see those big giant ones anymore. How to get rid of a big giant one? First of all, you got to bash it up. Smash it up into pieces. You know, take it outside. Play some plasmatics music and smash your old big giant Two-ton TV. It's amazing how fast the two-ton... Two-ton TVs have disappeared faster than fat girl's shoes at a wedding. <laughs> Thank you very much. I'm here all week. And what you do is you smash them up and you put them in a, uh, uh, you put them in a garbage bag. And then you hope for the best. You know, because you just smash it up and... Yeah, sure. But they might, might not think... Because nobody's even thinking that there's those big giant TVs around anymore. So they're not even guessing. Now, the, the, the flat screens ones, that's even harder to get rid of because they watch for the flat screen TVs. So you, what you have to do with the flat screen TVs is drive around, you know, uh, either Lawrenceville or uh, where they always have dumpsters out because there's always construction going. Uh, preferably Lawrenceville because there's, there's always dumpsters everywhere. And just drive around and hop. You and then the nice thing is, uh, the 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 flat screen TVs are very light. You just hop them right in there, and nobody's gonna know the difference. Let them let them worry about it, okay? And while you're at it, throw those cans of paint in there too. You know they just think the construction dudes did it, and I don't think they check for any of this dumpster stuff. Any of the stuff that ends up in a dumpster, they don't fiddle through and go, hey, wait a minute, there's some tires in here. These can't go in the landfill. Hey, wait a minute, there's paint. There's an old TV set. We can't put that in. Oh, yes, you can. You pay enough money and you can. But you take the shortcut. You find their dumpster and you put all your goodies in there or your, or your baddies or stuff you don't want anymore. Mm -hmm. And that's monster trash, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, that's how you take Where was I at even with this PSA? Oh, Goodwill. So donate your stuff to Goodwill and create some jobs. Goodwill.org. So there you go. And I don't even know who even goes to Goodwill anymore, the, 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 the thrift store anymore. I don't know. I, it's just like, you, there's nothing good there anymore. It used to be there. You could find stuff from the 50s and 60s. Now you go there, you find, man, you can't even find even a leisure suit, which would be funny. So if you're thinking you're trying to get a last minute Halloween costume together, you know, no, you're not going to, you're not going to, it's not like it used to be. We used to go to the Goodwill and go, wow, we, who threw this old t-shirt out? This is crazy. Who throw this out? These big boots and this, this big pimp coat. I think, I, I, so there you go. We Fred Pimpstone and you, you can't find that stuff anymore. It's really too bad. It's all been picked over. That's why vintage shops have ruined thrift stores. Vintage shops, they got all day long and they know when the trucks deliver. So here's how you beat the system. Once again, Zombo telling you how to beat the system. And that is with a thing called thrifting. That is correct. It's a combination of thrift scoring and stealing. It, you know, it really isn't stealing because someone donated it. You're just cutting out the middleman, which would be like, you know, the goodwill or the Salvation Army. Now, how you thrift is, is there's, there's a twofold. Number one, you can just kind of cruise by all the boxes or see what's left out after hours because they're not going to bring that stuff in past like six o'clock at night. So you can go by the donation areas and see what they got. Anything good, that's yours. Or if you're very ambitious, you and your buddy can start climbing in these boxes. 
Now make sure and wear a spelunking helmet. And this way you can kind of root through all the stuff. It's like going through grandma's attic. You will have a great time. And the nice thing is, it's all clean garbage. So you're not, it's not like di dumpster diving. Dumpster diving is for fools. You, you can go in these, these thrift boxes and you can climb in. You know, just make sure that, you know, you, you, you got to be kind of slender to climb in. So have a slender friend go in and you kind of have like a little spelunking adventure. So there you go. I told you how to get rid of like some trash that is illegal to throw away and how to steal from thrift stores. What more could you need to learn on this show? Well, you could lead, learn, <laughs> learn to, uh, to enjoy more monsters. And you learned about all kinds of new monsters today too. More monsters coming your way. Revenge of the, what is it? The Revenge of the, Revenge of the Cookie Monster. Now that's a monster. And that's by the Razor Blades. And you listen to Zombo right here in your brain, WRCT in the Pittsburgh. <laughs>
I was sitting in my front room, I heard a loud crash. I run to the window to see what was that. Out in the top of my old apple tree. That was one of purple people either looking at me. I jumped in my plane and I took to the cloud I had to go see what the mess was all about oh, This mess my mother did not understand All these funny looking people from another land Keep on 
go don't know who did it and you don't really care do you that was uh, monster beach before that we heard uh, what do we hear we heard frank sinatra jr doing beach girls and monsters bo meets the monsters bo diddly and we heard the razor blades doing the range of the monster and uh let's see what else we heard steps of the monster by uh the screaming witch doctors there's an example right here in your brain halfway through our monster show winding down Oh, man, just feeling that Halloween thing. Man, that is something. That's the most wonderful time of the year. And uh, like I'm saying, this is going to be a wonderful time, Halloween. And uh, yeah, next week, going to get back into the whole... And this is interesting. I have been prepping like Jay Thurber here. I've been prepping like a maniac. I have got, let's see here, uh, I got shows that's going to be all songs about seconds. You know, like, and then I've got another show after that's going to be all about 
Um, what's the second? Second seconds and minutes is next week. Then hours, songs with the hours in the title. Then days, weeks, years, decades, century, and millennia. So uh, I got pretty much a lot set. And then, of course, December, I recap the entire year in the entire month. Uh, all of December, every Friday, I play for you all my fabulous finds and reissues and all the stuff that I accumulated all throughout the year of 2023. And it is known as the quarterly report. Uh, that's, for example, like the first week of December is the first music I've gotten and found and was given and uh, stumbled across and and um, the first three months of the year. So there we go. So it's a quarterly thing. Hmm, there you be with so yeah, it's real. It's nice to prop my toes up and actually say, okay, I don't have to worry about it. Because just to play music willy nilly, anybody, any willy and any nilly can play music willy nilly, you know, or willy bully. But uh, you know, to, to put these themes together, it takes some work, and you're not gonna like everything. I'm not gonna like everything. Nobody's gonna like anything. But it is. It is an. It's an unusual radio show, at least in my opinion. I think there's. It's the best radio show on there, on the station. And, the, you know, my thing is if it's, my, it's not my favorite show, then what's the point of me doing it? And uh, it, is, it is a dilly. What else we got going on here? Uh, what do we got here? Got something going on there with that? Okay, I can play that later. Uh, let's see what else we got going on. What can I tell you? <clears throat> All right, we'll get back to the music, fake Tom Savini. <clears throat> wow. 16 years you've been with me. Man. And all you can say is, <clears throat> Huh? Huh? There you go. But it means so much. It means so much to me. Uh, this is gonna be kind of fun. Uh, next Thursday, uh, Polka Maniacs will be playing uh the annual Steelers party like it's 1970 party at Bottle Rocket. That's gonna be Thursday, and there's gonna be pierogies there and and uh, the band playing. It's it. Last year we just blew the roof off the joint. It was hilarious. And then uh, Saturday, the 4th of November, is the Great Yinzer Tailgate Party at South Point. And uh, we will be playing that around 1 o'clock. And that is all things fabulously Pittsburgh at the Great Yinzer Tailgate Party at South Point. And that is going to be a Saturday. We play around 1 o'clock. Uh, Saturday, the, uh, November 4th. This Saturday, I'm just propping my feet up and just kind of napping out. You know, they've got, got to relax sometimes like about six days a week, relax them a fine. Then I kind of wake up Friday, do this nonsense, go back, snooze it up, and get all charged up for the following week. And the next thing you know, Jets a millionaire. All right, we got Monster Party by the Husbands. It's all monster stuff here. All day, well, not all day, but it seems like all day. Certainly seems like all day. And uh, learn maybe maybe we'll f discover more monsters, you know. You never know because, like I'm saying, I've been Wikipediaing like crazy trying to find obscure, obscure monsters. And because uh, it, it, it's, it's just a thing, you find the obscure. It's like finding obscure music. You find the obscure monsters, and the monsters when they were on vinyl, they sounded so much warmer. Here's Monster Party by the Husbands, RCT Zombo in your brain. <laughs>
הייתי, there's monster party by the husbands, and I, I uh, like I'm saying, right now, I thought it'd be kind of nice to uh, switch over and uh, get uh, a request in. And of course, Kelvin always has something interesting. So, and it actually says it's awesome. So if it's awesome, it's awesome. It's monster by the Rollins Band. Awesomely loud. That was Monster by the Rollins Band. And uh, it's interesting because they actually was a little, uh, you know, a video behind that because I I had to play that off of the YouTube. And it's interesting. It was, I was playing a game called What Are Those Tattoos Henry Rollins Has? So you look at it because like they're showing these different clips of Henry Rollins. He's got two, not one, but two Misfits tattoos. Okay. And it's time to play. Okay. Because the guy's always got his shirt off. He's got an Iggy Pop tattoo. It's a search and destroy. I'm sure that's a Niggy Pop reference. And then he's got a, a black flag tattoo, of course. 
And uh, what's the other one? Oh, and he has an Einstein's and the Neubauten tattoo. And he's got a tattoo of this guy. He's got a Morrissey tattoo. November, Spawn the Monster, Morrissey.
guys, special ghosts, and guests. All that never used to do new rock group, the Spirits of 76. on a cold, frosty morn. In a little four-room farmhouse was a baby boy born. Had his parents known the grief and shame this child would bring to them, they would have traded with the devil for a child to replace him. But of course they couldn't know what kind of monster was their child. As a baby he was normal, though his eyes were bleak and wild. And until his seventh birthday, he'd done nothing really wrong. Then he killed his little sister with a broken pitchfork prong. And as his sister lay there dying in the awful crimson flood, 
he noticed how his hands and arms were stained with drops of blood. Well, he couldn't face his mother, couldn't tell her what he'd done, so he crept into the house and got his father's old shotgun. Now the gun was always loaded with a heavy powder charge. It was used to kill the vicious beast that roamed the hills at large. When the boy's mother happened to step out the kitchen door, he pressed down upon the trigger and his mother lived no more. With the echo of the shotgun blast still ringing in his ears, the little killer watched his father find his mother and shed tears. He crept up behind his father with a razor-sharpened axe, just like Lizzie Borden gave his father 40 whacks. To this day, no one has seen that little monster anywhere. Though it's known he's still about, he's left a body here and there. And although it isn't likely it could ever happen to you, if you find a dead man, just remember, I can kill you too. It is noon o'clock. Do you know where your brain is? WRZT Zombo's in it.
Keep me running, running scared. 
we having a time? We are having a time, aren't we? Yes, the Liverpools with Chuck's monster. Before that, Chris Williams and his monsters doing monster. She's fallen in love with a monster man by the stags. Wild evil and the trash bones gave us it's a monster. And uh, oh, the kinks. We are the kinks live doing the monsters. Uh, Alex Harvey. Uh, Alex Harvey and the Sensational Harvey. I love monsters. Screaming Lord Such, King of Halloween, of course. Monster and Black Tights. And Joe Jackson. That's right, Joe Jackson's trio. Uh, doing scare, the David Bowie tune, Scary Monsters and Super Creeps. Oh, man, one of my favorite Halloween tunes, Kathy Mills. Doing Monsters Hop. And we heard the Rollins Band, right request by Kelvin. Uh, Rollins Band doing Monster. And we heard Morrissey doing November. Spawned a monster. So all kinds of monster stuff. Oh my God, we did a Groovy Ghoulies. Monsters on Parade, The Little Monster by uh, Big Daddy Blackwell. The husband started everything off with Monster Party. Damn! That was a lot of music. Yeah. All right, let's see here what we got here. According, that's, 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 do you think that's scary? Here's some frightening stuff for you. According to the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, 70% of you folks out there over the age of 65, will require some long-term services at some point in their life. Have you or your parents ever thought about long-term care or just jumping off a bridge? There you go. For more information, three and four need more. That's why there's so wonderful many bridges to jump over when your life gets really, really old and you're really, really decrepit. But the sad part is you're too decrepit to jump off now. That's the worst part. You know, you're like 80 years old. I should, I should jump off a bridge, man. And you're like, ugh, my rheumatiz. Ah, forget it. I'll just have me some, I'll just have a milkshake and take a nap. Yeah, doesn't sound too bad. Doesn't sound too bad. All right, jump off some other day. Have a milkshake and go to bed. That's right. Chances are you're probably going to doo-doo the bed. So make sure it's a chocolate milkshake. So it. You know, a little more color-coordinated. So there. You guys all right? Yeah! should tell you about a couple shows here on this here station. Uh, Let's see what we got here. We got uh, the show, Too Evil to Have a Human Name. That's right. Horrible music for horrible people. And that's on this here station. And that is Sundays, 7 to 9 p.m. That's right. In Nos Most Santana. There you go, man. So actually, that's funny because that follows my rebroadcast of Zombo's Deep Archive, which is Sunday, uh, 3 to 6. Actually, I don't know what that hour is from 7 to 8, but then you have a show too evil to have a human name. And you know that's pretty bad when it doesn't have a human name. Yeep. What else is going on? All right, we got uh, cold cuts. Don't know what it is, but you'll like it. Join Malcolm. Uh, Malcolm Threat, Mondays, 3 to 4 p.m. On WRCT Pittsburgh. And sooner or later, my uh, my friend Ole is going to have a show on the station. So that he's going to give me a run for my moolah. Uh, I think he has a show called Wound Liquor that's online. And he's actually going to be uh, coming back to WRCT. I think he's on here years ago. He was a guest on my radio show with his little kids. This was probably about 15 years ago. He was on the show here. He brought his little kids on. We did a little skit. And his kids were really terrible on the radio. Oh, it was fine, but his kids were awful. You know, they're they're growing up and in college now. But if I could find a clip of those guys, uh, probably in mass media communications now. But boy, those kids were awful on the radio. I couldn't even like 
you know, you know, like uh, riff around them. The kid, he actually wrote stuff for his kids to say. So it sounded real stoic. It was bad. So hopefully he's not going to bring his kids on his radio show. Well, they're full grown now. And I'm sure they're, they're a lot more well-spoken than they used to be when they were like seven. But I remember he brought his kids on the show and they were telling him how much I hated, they hated the show. Yeah, isn't that wonderful? What a great, what a great shtick. What a great shtick that was. Yeah, that's right. And uh, that's a shtick for you. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Got half hour to go. Holy frick. This is craziness. I have got how many hours more monster music? I have got an hour and a half. So that's not bad. So I'm going to end up with an extra hour of monster music, which you will never hear. So uh, whatevs. I'm sure you'll live. I'm playing the best stuff I got, though. That's the thing. I did four weeks. This is the fourth week of all songs about monsters. And I thought I'd be scraping the bottom. You know, but I really paced myself. I put some of the good stuff in, saved some of the stuff, had some surprises, got some nice requests. And uh, yeah, really. And plus, I probably ranted for a good 20, 30 minutes today, man. I was on it, man. We talked about all kinds of great monsters today. We talked about Bob Ziller who is the, the kind, nice uh, Mr. Rogers of the monsters, Bob Ziller. Plethora, which is every monster all combined. The plethora uh, is uh, one, hell of, one hell of a lot of monsters. And then we had uh, Stankenstein. Stankenstein, that's right. Imploded when they brought the torches nearby. And then we had Nosferatu and Scott Beowulf. Man, oh man, I gave you a whole plethora, another plethora. And there was, of course, thesaurus. Thesaurus is kind of a given. But I'm pretty proud of myself coming up on the fly, man. Just zoom, zoom. You think I sit around all day and make this stuff up? You think I sit around and go, I'm driving around the car and goes, yeah, when I got my radio show, I'll talk about Scott Beowulf and Nosferatu. You know what I mean? I'm riffing, man. I'm on it. I'm like one of these hepcats that kind of like zoom, zoom. I'm one of those kind of guys. I'm one of those like fly off the cuff, loose cannon kind of dudes. Yeah, so it might seem I plan some things. I get on the radio, man, and it just, it jazzes me, man. It gets me going. And kind of like this dude. Oh, a brother in arms. Quite a brother indeed. Brother Theodore. I'm the vampire. I have existed for centuries in legend, in fantasy, in men's minds, and some say in a reality. Must believe in me for me to exist, but those who have chosen to deny my existence have sometimes found me a most deadly enemy. I live by night, seeking fresh new blood to flow in my rather cold veins. Many of my victims have joined my unholy legion of the undead, becoming creatures without souls, living only for hideous torment.
science on this planet cannot destroy me. The infected blood of the vampire was carried to Earth millions of years ago by the Tubatan vampire men of a distant galaxy far beyond this solar system. The strange chromatic radiations of deep, dark space have created many ghastly mutations while they turn the air and everything in it into a one-colored mass of yellow, green, blue, or blood-red. spreads out. Only knowledge learned from studying the original Tubitan vampires can save the planet Earth from bloody ruin. But no space scientists have yet returned from the world of the Tubitan vampires alive. And right now, the infamous Dr. Reining is planning a top-secret space mission in quest of a little dangerous knowledge. You have devised the most diabolical plan. What do you call it? The layaway plan. How does it work? Buy now, pay later. Casket, a red and yellow casket. Shut up and lie down. And close the lid after you. Yeah. The little old undertaker, me. Ding dong dell, the farmer's in the well. Good. Let's keep him there. 
Lady, your machine is all choked up with suds. You're using the wrong kind of detergents. Hey, man, dig this real gone show for a crazy thriller. It's Monsters, Monsters A Go Go. A horror thriller with the Go Go Beat. Live on stage from Hollywood. See the Teenage Frankenstein. See. The Beatles mystically transformed. C. Hollywood's golden go-go girl, Pat Collins. C. The ethereal materialization of 007 as James Bond. It's the kookiest and the spookiest. It's where the action is. C. Monsters a go-go. Terror walks off the stage and into the audience. Three, two for one pass to anyone who can sit through the entire show, and it's all live. This is the only show that gets away with murder. So come early and get a seat. If you're late, we may put you in a coffin. See, Monsters A-Go-Go. Monsters A-Go-Go. Monsters A-Go-Go. Monsters A-Go-Go. example let's make a monster song and put nothing into it this is from a children's record called wonderland record cc monster i thought it was gonna be like a monster like a sea monster or like cc rider unfortunately it is neither it's something just a talk over we heard monster jokes by the four monsters ah and then my brother my brother theodore brother theodore the horror of the blood monster Zombo right here in your brain, WRCT in the Pittsburgh. Man, oh man, the Chevis, did we have a time? Speaking of time, next week, we jump back into the whole themes of time. I started months ago doing all of the planets, all of the stars, the universe, deep space. And then I thought, wow, after space, what's the next thing? Well, the next dimension is time. So we did some shows about time. And then, ah, fabulous October rolls in with a wonderful, wonderful feeling that Halloween brings to all of us. The little mischievous things, the, the joy, the frightening reality of being alive all comes out during the Halloween season and everything for most of us. 
Hey! So then, we got into all of this. And then next week, all songs about minutes and seconds that, uh, that they're in the title. So uh, we will dig into that. And then from there, we got the whole month of November, we're going to be exploring time. December is going to be a recap of all the great music found during the year. And I bet we'll get back into time once the new year kicks in. And then spring will be here before you know it. Yeah. Muscling through a couple cloudy days. A little bit of a chill, even though it's nice today. All right, here is Kay Bell and her spacemen. Scream along with the monsters. Zombo in your brain. RCT in the Pittsburgh. when you hear his horn.
some madmen or one of those surfers that hang around the beach all the time they're capable of anything even murder you think so strange i always found them to be a nice bunch of kids just trying to find themselves <laughs> they'll find themselves in your jail one day i tell you sheriff something's got to be done about them the boys are, are nothing but a bunch of loafers and the girls are little tramps they, they contribute absolutely nothing to a decent society <laughs>
All right, so far, I don't think it's going to have any lyrics. I think it's going to be one of his Oons Oons songs. Uh, what do we hear? We heard... Uh, Monsters from the Surf! By the Monsters from the Surf. How original. We heard K-Bell and the Spacemen scream along with the Monsters. This is the Squatters with Monster, which I don't think we're going to make it to the end of this song. This just sounds like... Some just generic, like, press a machine button and go oomph, oomph, oomph. Yeah. Wow, this thing's less talent than what I have. Let's see, here's the automatic with Monster. See what happens here. Monster. What's that coming over the hill? Is it a monster? 
horrid, you ghastly, and I love you true. So here are some presents I'm sending to you. I'll send a small box of smallpox, a large tub of hubbub, your own noose for home use, a crate full of hateful. You're the coolest little monster that ever put the spook on me. I'll send a lipstick of arsenic, one urn of sunburn. Cups of hiccups, a bin full of sinful. Cause you're the coolest little monster that ever put the spook on me. Monster mine, you haunt me all the time. I'll be true, I'm so in love with you. Dooby 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 dooby, eight nails of hangnails. Some past cards for graveyards A werewolf for your wolf Some bat wings for earrings Cause you're the coolest little monster That ever put the spook on me My dear, you're so ravishing Where did you ever dig up that dress? Monster mine Haunt me all the time I'll be true I'm so in love with you Looby dooby 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 Green hair for nightwear Some lap robes of earlobes A hat pin of bat skin And three scraps of kneecaps Cause you're the coolest little monster That ever put the spook on me My dear, since I first laid my eyes on you, I can't get them back in the sockets. <laughs> Cause you're the coolest little monster that ever put the spook on me. That's the story from New York City. Gold 
The monster bossa nova. It's the very latest thing, sure. It started in far off Transylvania. Now all the vampires really swing. It's the favorite dance of every drooling ghoul and even teenage werewolves do it after school, sure. Every night, when the moon is full, the monsters gather round. They all meet down in the graveyard just to dig that crazy sound. The mash is through and so's the twist because the creatures of the night insist on it. Oh, it's got a beat that just won't quit why it really is intense. It's even made old Dr. Frankenstein give up his experiments. I can't figure out just what went wrong. Now my monster does the bossa nova all night long. It's got the smoothest rhythm. Why it makes you want to flow. But be careful, or your partner might sink her fangs into your throat. Then nothing will ever make you part. Unless some square drives a wooden stake into your heart. Hey, there's the wolfman and the old gypsy woman. My son, you have the mark of the werewolf upon your hand. I thought I told you to wait in the wagon. Go, vampire. 
Remember, where there's life, there's blood. Oh, it's growing light outside. I'm getting sleepy. Back into the box and close the lid gently. Good night. There you have the amazing multifaceted Gene Moss. Uh, Monster Bossanova. His Monster album is just so much fun to listen to. It's such a classic. We heard Dave Thomas, uh, the guy from Perubu, doing Monster Thinks About the Past. We heard the Adamatic doing uh, Monster. Monsters from the Surf doing Monster from the Surf. And Electric Frankenstein did Coolest Little Monster. And of course, you know, being Pittsburgh, I'd like to thank Mark for bringing this as a request. It is the National Anthem of Pittsburgh. Please rise for the Halloween National Anthem of Pittsburgh. Actually, the everyday Anthem of Pittsburgh. I remain in your brain. WRCT. Experiment and Terror. Alcayola. The Chiller theme song. I wish you a wonderful, weird, and dangerous Halloween season. I remain in your brain. WRCT, right there in the Pittsburgh.